Welcome back to Trends in Low Places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories today. I am one of your hosts, Mike Cushing. And I am the burgers to his pancakes, Michael Howard. I'm going to flip you so good. Sizzle uh, you. Yeah, well, I'm the new new, and you're the old old. Hmm. So I'm the ones that apparently they weren't good enough. No, so you're, they, everyone's flocking to see me now. Yeah, the you're the real burger boy. Everyone wants I'm the international house of burgers that has no actual international burgers. No international burgers can't be a good burger. Like, <sighs> although were the pancakes international? Like, did they have like a? Oh Belgian yeah, pancakes? I'm sh- I mean yeah, I'm sure they did. Uh, let's check that. I actually have not been to an IHOP <laughs> in ages. I'm sure they had some like some sort of horse shit. Um, I feel like it's kind of like all of our sports leagues in the United States say world champions. This is the World Series, did. yeah. Yeah, they didn't, even though they didn't actually beat anyone from another country, we just assume that we're better than them. You know what sucks? I mean, so, I I, I mean, obviously, this IHOP thing is, or IHOP, IHOP rather, yeah. is a publicity stunt. Well, of course. But on the website, it just went. So, their logo on the website is IHOP, great. But is like, it ihop.com now though? No, it's ihop.com, but I bet ihop redirects to ihop. Um, but like the header image is a big, old, big old plate of eggs and sausage and bacon with a stack of flapjacks with maple syrup being poured over them. And then just to just to note that it is one big fat lie, they have like the whole front page is just burgers, over which is a massive banner that says "limited time offer." <laughs> Come on. It's been it's been two days. IHOB. I just went to I just went to IHOB and it slowly loaded like I was on AOL dial up uh, half of a burger. Oh no, it's it's continuing now, line by line. Can we? Jeez. <laughs> Can we please talk about? It's just a burger. The, you go to IHOB and it's just a burger, a really bad looking burger. Can we please talk about the dark witchcraft of international pancakes that IHOB has on their homepage? What? There are two international options. Okay. One is Belgian, Michael. Dark, a Belgian pancake? Belgian dark chocolate mousse pancakes. It's four pancakes. So basically two pancake sandwiches with just chocolate mousse pancake sandwiched in between. The, the other is okay. Mexican okay. tres leches pancakes. I would eat the shit I out of that, I would eat the though. dick off of that thing, but oh my God, it looks ungodly. It looks like it was sent through a portal from hell just to kill Americans. Like, and I would eat it I, a million look, I times. I get that. I get that. A lot of breakfast foods aren't are basically just desserts that you eat. American in the breakfast morning. is basically just dessert. Even cereal is basically just dessert. But they've gone a little bit, a little bit crazy. It's like the Lucky Charms Frosted Flakes that I saw today. Like, it's just why? Like, you didn't ask. You didn't stop to ask if you if you should. Yeah, basically. Like, literally, it's just. It's chocolate chocolate chip pancakes with chocolate like ganache on top with whipped cream and more chocolate chips and then cocoa powder. And then in between four of those pancakes is just more fucking chocolate like ganache or mousse. It's unreal. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like a little like macaron, but it's pancake sized and covered in whipped cream. And the thing is, like, if I was a kid and I went to IHOB today, if I was eight years old, I saw that and like. Mikey's hungry. Mikey mm-hmm. wants yeah, Belgian that. dark chocolate mousse pancake. Yep. Put that in Mikey. Mm-hmm. And my parents have to do that mental calculus to either be like, well, I'm going to give him diabetes today, <laughs> or I'm going to have to listen to him cry like a little shit bird for the next three hours because I didn't give him his chocolate mousse pancakes. Well, that's why I don't understand. And then like, they give it any, to me. Why would any parent take a kid to IHOP when these are the things they put on the menu? Like, you can't possibly convince your child to have a normal breakfast when these shit. are staring them in the face, also, right? Can, you, can we talk about the logistics of a Belgian dark chocolate mousse pancake? Because <laughs> first of all, it's a four stack with a bunch of chocolate pudding in the middle and on top. Yep. Those pankies are going to be dry. as They're going to be bone dry. And there's not enough whipped cream or chocolate cream in there to like really make it worth my time. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to add additional syrup to it. And maple syrup would be dick on this. It'd be very mm. bad. But it's all you got. Or blueberry? Blueberry. Could- no, they have boysenberry. They have raspberry. The raspberry could be nice on the this. The raspberry could be good. But still, that's another, I don't know, pound of sugar involved in this in this breakfast. You know what I you know what I realized recently? Yes, I eat a lot of sugar when I eat pancakes. Pancakes are way better. Th- I mean, uh, crepes are way better than pancakes. 
they're like a really thin pancake. Yeah, but like the only difference is, is that you like replace some of the flour with just butter. Yeah. It's just like a lot of butter. I mean and, the, and water and then and then some mix. The French the French know a thing or two about cooking that the Americans have not really caught up to. Just like you can get the same flavor without, I don't know, nine hundred extra calories. <laughs> well, and the thing is is like we talked about how it's hard to make a good pancake because they get dry. Right. right. Yeah. Crepes don't get dry, man. That's just butter. Yeah. Also, you don't need a ton of syrup because it's it's literally just a quarter millimeter like tall. I don't like <laughs> right. It's not, there's nothing there to like get stuck on. It's and just, you can wrap sausage in it. You can wrap whatever you want in there. Sausage and bacon, which is my preferred method with some uh, maple syrup on that bad boy. It's your time to shine. They also yeah. order a, they offer a side order, which is just half of it. <laughs> like, it, there's no, like, oh my God. Like, who's ordering this as a side? I mean, I got to check the details on this. Nutrition information. Oh God. That's actually less than I thought it was going to be, to be honest with you. Calorie count on the, Belgian chocolate pancakes. A mere for the full for the four. A mere uh, ten. Sorry, one thousand sixty. That's too many for breakfast. Oh yeah, especially for a kid. But again, <laughs> less than I thought. Anyway, Michael, what you got for me this week? How you doing, buddy? Uh, you know, I'm doing pretty well. Yeah. How about you? I'm a f- I'm fine. Just doing great. Just fine. Yeah. I I heard you uh did some athletic activity this weekend though. Yeah, I did it bad. Um, I uh. I went to a friend's wedding on Saturday, and then I went out with that some friends. That sounds fr- like fun. Oh, yeah, it was great. And then, you know, went out with some friends I hadn't seen in a while, uh, and then one of uh, one of them wanted to, like, stay out. So I was out to about 1.30 in the morning on Saturday. Yeah, not too bad. Um, okay, yeah. Then I woke up at 5. I assume, I assume the athletic activity you did was, like, that means it was, like, in the afternoon. Nope. It was, uh, I woke up at 5.45 and then went to run a half marathon through Atlanta, Um in June. In June, I haven't trained for mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm, and I forgot mm-hmm. that my um, my body is a garbage pile made out of to- toilet parts. Um, <laughs> so it it was bad. It was really bad, but I did it. I made it. I made the thing. I did a fitness. You did a fitness, even with your body made out of toilet parts. Yep. And now I want to get rid of all my toes, and they're bad. Everything hurts, but I I made it. I've never run an actual race of that length before when i was training for the the 10 miler i did run 13.1 miles once to see if i could do it and then i immediately had to stop training for two weeks because my hips hurt so bad after pushing my mileage up too fast so So i want to be very clear i walked a lot because it was very hot and very hilly in atlanta too you still propelled yourself 13.1 miles forward that's true it was also, I didn't train for it, Michael, very much because of the the reason that you mentioned. <laughs> if you train for it, you realize how bad it's going to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, if you mm-hmm. just do the dang thing, yeah, you might walk a little bit. You might be really, really tired and dehydrated and your kidneys might hurt for going on two days now. <laughs> yeah, sure. But, you know, y- you don't, you just got to do it once. All of our running friends keep telling uh, telling me that, um, yeah, you just got to, you know, get through the the initial pain right and then you'll like running no once you get to where you can run four five six eight miles uh you'll like it i swear and i'm like our running friends are all delusional a-holes like yeah there's nothing about that that's true is it kind of like when your friends get married and they tell everyone else to get married and have kids like oh we have kids you should have kids like no remember that time where i told you i haven't slept for six months yeah but i need i need I need other little garbage people to hang out with my little garbage person. So please have have kids so I can I can hang out with you and drink beer with our little garbage people running around. Mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. A, a, by the way, everyone I know who has kids, I love them very much. They're very they're, sweet. No, little, they're beautiful. They're sweet, and I love them all. beautiful little angels. Um, You're the best. I'm so proud of you. When you talked about your body being made out of garbage toilet parts, mm-hmm. it reminded me of a story that I came across. Um, Kim Jong-un apparently brings his toilet Along with them wherever he goes. Uh-huh. Uh, and he's bringing it to the the summit yep. in Singapore. I assume it's because he doesn't want to share it with anyone? Yeah, that's what you would think. Um, because having worked in a lot of offices with a lot of people, and more so now, I don't want to touch a toilet that anyone else has touched ever with my bummel. Yep. And like, mm-hmm. there's only yep. so much that those little paper liners can do. But Yeah. 
honestly, I haven't read too much into the story. I, I just I thought it was a it was a kind of a funny headline, well, uh, and you reminded me of it. Um, well, Michael, it's it's fun that you brought that up because I actually did go a little <laughs> bit more in depth into this particular story. I found it also, and um, did you do did you do a deep dive into Kim Jong Un's toilet? I did the deepest of dives. I swam through the sewers. I found other other toilets, um, which which is fun because. Would you like to know why Kim Jong-un brings his personal toilet with him when he travels? Is it because he's afraid that someone's going to kill him by stabbing him in the bummel while he's pooping? No, but again, like, given what we've talked about on this show before and Kim Jong-un's history with killing people by like, I don't know, paying someone to walk up to his uh, like third brother or cousin and spray them in the face with poison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, maybe he should be a little concerned that someone put like a, I don't know, like a film on, on his toilet in his hotel. With or full of poison. Fill his bidet with poison. Hmm. Or like really angry crabs. <laughs> no, Michael, here is why. And I have to warn you, this story, we're gonna talk about this for a while. <laughs> oh, this is no. about to get buck wild. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Kim Jong-un has brought his personal toilet with him to Singapore as a way to quote. Deny determined sewer divers insights into the Supreme Leader's stools. What? So it's kind of like, um, I've read about celebrities who basically have guards that guard their garbage. Yep. Right? Because they don't want the paparazzi to dig through it and do all that stuff. So he basically, he goes with that that same route, but for his poop. For his pooples. Um, yes. Which... First, there's so many things they I want to focus on. must not be on. very strong, because if they were strong, he would tell everyone. That's all I'm saying. Well, oh, shit. I don't even know where. To, so, first of all, Michael, I want to. <laughs> we're going to circle back to this one, I think, because I, I, okay. I want to I want to see around on what you just said. Do we need do we need to make an outline for the story? So I honestly, sure I have already written down points. notes on the back of an envelope and I lost them already because my desk <laughs> is a mess. But it sounds like there are many layers to the story. Oh, God. So many layers. It's like a diarrhea sandwich. OK, like a poo, like a poo parfait. <laughs> Okay, first of all, we're going to come back to this one. I really want to focus on the phrase determined sewer divers. <laughs> okay. As opposed to, you know, like undetermined the amateur, sewer divers. The amateur yeah. who just loves to dig around in the sewer for the poop of world leaders. Well, it's the difference between, you know, when you make the very small splash on your way into the pool versus when you're just like cannonball into there. Right. So you got the professional determined people and then you got the amateurs. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, so you mentioned that he must not think his poops are very strong because, like you said, Michael, the um, the Kim family, known for some outlandish claims about themselves, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Kim Jong-il, like, you know, said he, he played golf once and shot 18, so, you know, he never did it again, which the Avengers stole as a joke for Hawkeye, which was kind of kind of bad. Um, so they've made some claims about themselves. Mm-hmm. One of those claims was that... Um, the Kim family never poops because um, they are perfect beings sent down from the heavens, untarnished by any base human function. None of them urinate or defecate because they are gods. Well, we talked about this a little bit about whether gods poop. Mm-hmm. So they're going off of the the idea that they do not yeah. do not need to. Don't need to. But then why does he have a toilet? Well, I mean, one, I'm going to go ahead and assume that. News of this toilet traveling with him will not get about will not get back to North Korea. So oh, that's a good point. The fiction yeah. is maintained within mm-hmm. that particular dictatorship, which <laughs> we seem cozy with at the moment. Um, oh man, I just saw that. Apparently, uh, Kim Jong Un says that uh, his dad, Kim Jong Il, invented the hamburger in the year two thousand. Which, hey, bad news, my dude. We've been doing that shit for a minute. Yeah, I've been. I definitely had a hamburger or two before that. Definitely. Probably at at IHOP. Probably (laughs) had an IHOP hamburger. Um, Okay, so the the Kim family does not poop, which now, why you need that toilet, my dude? Apparently. He's got to have somewhere to play his uh, Candy Crush. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, you you need some me time. No, even if you don't poop, like, I'm just going to go sit in the toilet. Look, I wasn't going to bring this up, yeah. but we talked about this a little bit before we started. You gave me some statistic about how only 69% of people admit to nice using their phone on the toilet or something. Yeah. 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 I just want to say to anyone out there, 
All in those 31%, we know you're a fucking liar. I see you, you liar. I, you. I know you do. What, you leave it outside? Yeah, like, what are you- Like, like an animal? What are you doing there? I guess you could read a book, but like, your phone's with you. No way. You're definitely my on your phone. My phone has all the books. My phone has all Anyways. the books. It has all the podcasts. It has, it has all my friends on it. <laughs> I've I've talked on the phone while pooping. What are you kidding me? Okay, no, that's weird. You should not do that. I've only done it like once or twice, but whatever, man. Sometimes you got to go. And for me, if I have to go, I have to go. If I'm on the phone, it's happening. It's such a rare occurrence. <laughs> like, listen, you're you're now part of this endeavor with me. <laughs> okay. Have you ever talked to me on the phone? No, while absolutely you're not. I'm recording this podcast right now on the toilet. <laughs> now everyone has listened to me poop. You want to know where it's actually a pretty good slant. Be like, be like the one podcast that does all of their all of their uh, podcasts on the toilet. Mm-hmm. That'd be a nice little angle for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Three Johns. Well, fucking BTS didn't work. Didn't get anyone yelling at me. Michael, I got it. Podcast. Ooh, yeah. nice. Yeah, there we go. Um. Right. Would you like to know where, where this is fun? <laughs> it gets funner. Yeah. All right. Would you like to know that uh, it is common protocol for almost all world leaders and sometimes even high-powered business leaders to sequester their own shit? And the US, the U.S. president does the same exact thing because uh, presidential bodily waste has a security classification, possibly top secret. Because if someone were to intercept the urine or feces, they could run medical tests to discover conditions such as cancer or anything else. So, uh, or like a liver disorder. So basically, we as a government are hiding presidential poop and piss just in case one of those dum-dums has like a liver disorder that could potentially indicate that they're going to die and really mess with stock prices or geopolitical stability. Uh, I mean, Scrubs did tell us that it's all in your poop. It's all... The entire story is in your everything poop. comes down to poop. Exactly. Um, so I mean, I get, I get, I ne- it, it makes sense. Even though I never would have thought of that. <laughs> when did this start? Did this start with like George Washington, or did like at some point did somebody actually get their poop stolen? I need to read you all the maybe the entire article about about this. So this is from 2006. Uh, from Huffington Post, but it's originally originally from WayneMatsonReport.com regarding George W. Bush. Even Bush's crap is classified top secret. On a recent trip to Vienna, Austria, uh, Austrian newspapers are currently abuzz with security details of George W. Bush. Uh, although the heavy-handed Gestapo-like security measures meted out to Viennese home members, business proprietors, and pedestrians by the Secret Service, um, it was the White House's toilet security parentheses toil sec which has austrians talking the most so apparently we flew in a special portable toilet to vienna for his personal use um it captured his feces urine and then he flew the waste back to the u.s so not just are we catching the poop and piss we we take it back to the u.s for like sequestration and then hold on is there like a secret room in the white house or like a tunnel in the white house that is just full of presidential urine and feces better question does every single presidential library have a septic tank just be like yep <laughs> this is his poop this is his entire record in office <laughs> and apparently we've done operations in the past where we like intercepted foreign leaders poop to uh to like see if they have any medical conditions that we could exploit um <laughs> Apparently, Israeli Mossad conducted one such operation against the Syrian president in 1999 uh, when he was visiting Amman, Jordan, for the uh, funeral of King Hussein. Uh, And apparently for President Bush from Austria or when he was in Austria, they flew his toilet paper in from a U.S. airbase in Rammstein uh, and his food was flown in from the United States and tested with special chemicals before he ate it. So like everywhere the president travels, like. We're testing his food, his poop, his toilet paper. This is amazing. You know how you're when you if you were a secret agent, mm-hmm. you worked for the CIA or the SEALs or whatever. You're not allowed to talk about the missions you go on. And I feel like that would be very difficult for me because there's probably a lot of cool shit that you just can't tell anyone about. Right. I'll be honest with you. The first time I learned about this practice, I would tell every it would be on my Facebook in a heartbeat. Like. There's no way you could keep this out of my mouth. Right, but what if you were the, what if you were like, okay, 
you're going to be a secret agent. Your first mission. We need you to steal that dude's poop. Like, that is probably the one mission that I probably wouldn't tell anyone, like, oh, yeah, I'm the secret agent of poop. But what if you right? What if you got, like, Putin's poop and, like... Somehow his poop, like, was able to tell you that he, like, every night plays with Beanie Babies and, like, like hosts tea parties for, like, nothing that there's anything wrong with that. But what if you knew that you could just publicize that about Vladimir, like, from his poop? You'd do it, right? Like, you'd be a hero. Not that anyone would ever know your name. If I, if I became a secret agent, which, you know, Michael, I was pretty close that one time. But, like, yeah, I, yeah, I would yeah. think it would just be all, like, cool James Bond shit and drinking cool cocktails and inventing them in a casino. If I had to divert the plumbing of a hotel bathroom into, like, my room into a bucket and then I had to do, like, on-the-fly, like, DNA tests on the poop, like, I might just call it. I'd probably walk away. Like, if this was Mission Impossible, I had to do that. I would rip off my face mask. Like, I would take the gum that explodes and slap it on the door. I'd slap it on the wall of the bathroom and just, like, I hope this kills you. I'm out. Bye. What? Hmm. Would you watch that movie, though? If it was like about, if it was like Mission Impossible or Born Supremacy type movie, but it was about like getting a world leader's poop. It would depend on, I would do it with a Mission Impossible movie because all the directors of those films, they know how to make a cool montage with some like really upbeat music. But like it would depend on the, how cinematic the director could make the montage of like Ocean's Elevening the poop into a bucket in my hotel room. Cause like ultimate, and like, it would have to be really funny when when it actually happens and like it's just like meat grinding poop out into the, like the bucket. It would have to be they would have to be pretty cinematic with it. I feel like you'd have to have a scene where Ethan Hunt falls down and just stops just over the entire vat of poop and he's just doing the thing where he's like almost in it uh, but it like stops. Uh, uh, I almost fell. Uh, I almost I almost got in the poop. And that's one of those, like, Mission Impossible, they're known for their, like, ultra-realistic cinematic stunts. Like, Tom Cruise, he'll fall out of, he'll hold on to the outside of a plane. He'll fall Mm -hmm. from a helicopter hanging by a rope. He will, he will faceplant into a bucket of Kim Jong-un's shit. He will dangle above the poop. He, you know what, if the shot calls for it, his face is going in that bucket. (laughs) You know that. Tom Cruise goes all out. I don't like the man, personally, but hell of a performer. And why has no one made, like, a parody or kind of like a movie like uh what seth rogan and, and james franco made um that where they killed kim jong-il yeah whatever the fuck that was why, why haven't they why haven't somebody made a stupid movie like that about a poop heist because leslie nielsen's dead like honestly like there's no one like leslie nielsen right now to do this shit like it would be great yeah i mean like you ever seen spy hard that's essentially yeah. this movie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just with poop instead of andy griffith you know but yeah, Michael, I don't. There's so many. There's so many secret wrinkles of the geopolitical world that I'm so like. What else do they hide? I don't know. What we, do you got for we me? We need to ask. We need to ask our friend who is in Navy intelligence. Yeah. if he has ever had a poop-related uh, espionage activity that he has been a part of, or if he has gathered any poop intelligence for the Navy. For the Navy, not personally. Well, <laughs> right. Just in general, has he heard about this? Yeah. What do you know? What do you know about the poop wars? What else do you have for me this week? Um, speaking of poop. Yeah, go on. Love this. Um, I want to call out NBC Philadelphia okay. for writing a story with so much intrigue and then just falling fucking flat on their faces by maybe writing 20 words about a story that we need so much more information for. Okay. Pennsylvania road rage incident. Ends in defecation. Okay, I'm so curious. I need to know everything. Here's everything that we know. Police say one man defecated on another man during a road rage episode in Pennsylvania. Okay. Just on him? Just on On him. On the man. Police say they do not know what sparked the fight or how it escalated. That's it. And then I have a location, Heidelberg Township. Uh, That's it. It's 8.45 a.m. That's the entirety of that's the entirety of the story. How, how do you how do you write a story about a road rage incident involving somebody literally shitting on someone else and give us nothing? Not even a good pun. That po- that reporter should be dragged behind a horse by a rope for twelve miles. Yeah, like that's such the- dereliction of duty. How do you not ask eighteen thousand more questions? Yeah, because it's not like okay, if it said man gets like 
poop thrown at him or something. Okay, whatever. But he literally says it got defecated on, which on. means that he had to like stand somewhere and then just like shit on the This dude. is not a Tim Horton situation where someone shit in their hand and threw it at someone. Right. They pooped on another human being. Like, how do you sit there and wait for that? I, I, if only we knew. <laughs> where is the information? I don't I don't buy into Trump's like attack on the press as being like lazy or making up lies or anything. But like, listen, dipshits, like you have one job. It's to ask questions and tell me all the info I need to know about people pooping on other people. Like if you don't if you don't have the faculties to ask those questions, go work at Chuck E. Cheese where kids poop on each other all the time. You don't have to ask any questions. You just have to clean it up. That's it. <gasps> all right. I found it. Man explains his bizarre road rage pooping incident. Oh, great. A Pennsylvania man who achieved viral fame over the weekend after he defecated on another man during a road rage argument finally spoke out. (laughs) Sure. Apparently, he has an unfortunate medical condition that flares up when he's angry. It's called poopitis. <laughs> he, he, he claims it's just irritable bowel syndrome. He gets worked up and he can't control his bowels. This is and the he wor- was right there. This is the worst version of the Hulk that could possibly <laughs> exist. His name is Henry Weaver and he is 69 years old. Uh-huh. Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, he said he said he was on his way to the doctor's office Friday morning. To get his when another butt driver, checked out. When another driver pissed him off. <laughs> yeah. So he followed the guy to an intersection. They got out of their cars and then he they got close, putting the other man in the line of fire when Weaver suddenly dropped a deuce on his pant leg. No. So he was literally like leaning up against the dude while he just shit himself is what he claims. So he didn't pull down his pants and just blast this dude. I, you know what? I don't believe him. No, no. Like. That's not pooping on a victim either. No. Like, because first of all, if that's the case and it like it came down his entire pant leg, that takes a couple seconds. And like, if you shit yourself in rage, <laughs> like you'd be like, oh, fuck, I just deuced my I just dookied my pants. I'm going to I'm going to deescalate this situation to esc- I, I have this situation down south yeah. that I need to like, you're not just going to keep going and then start flinging your leg back and forth on, onto your enemy. Well, and the fact that the police charged him with harassment. Right. And that was it. Leads me to believe that there was more to it than just, oh, I shit myself. And then I happened to be standing near the guy. Like, you turned around, dropped your pants, and just poo blasted this dude. (laughs) Also, irritable bowel syndrome just happens. Like, it's not because you get angry and just poop, like, torrents out of you. Uh, maybe like maybe irritable bowel syndrome isn't like when you're irritable bowels get bad it's like your bowels are mad all the time based on like <laughs> oops you had a you had a milk treat now it's bad so what i'm saying is there's a lot of holes in this story yeah one big one specifically can you yeah. imagine if that was if like the hulk he got mad and just shit everywhere like it, like he he just won fights by making everyone really uncomfortable until they left. <laughs> just like oh just, well oh okay I guess I guess we'll he go got home. Really really big and everyone's like oh no he's big he's gonna like throw me around and then he just turns around and takes just a massive irritable dump on, messy on somebody stinker and just yeah. like the Hulk's here yay we won the fight I guess because <laughs> everyone is too uncomfortable to do anything. He's like I got on. Uh, I, I live with a bunch of turd people uh, my in my apartment complex, and I was walking sore the other day, and she got sick, she got too scared to go down the stairs, so we took the elevator, opened it up, and there's the puddle of dog diarrhea in the middle of the uh, elevator. And, okay. like, sore. Pretty sure it was dog diarrhea. It was, because it was a little pile, um, or puddle. But, like, Sora didn't want to get on the elevator. She's like, well, that's bad. I, nope. She like she had to hesitate. She's like, oh, I don't want to. She's like, do well, this. that's just that's just rude. Yeah, it's like, well, you won't take the stairs, so we're riding this this Vader, and uh, but yeah, it's like it's so bad a dog didn't want to do it. I seemed like the Hulk just shit all over like that airport in Civil War. Not he, not that he was there, but everyone's like, yeah, well, let's settle our differences over like a cup of coffee. Yeah, like what if Thanos had to like dig through the Hulk's poop to get to the last stone? Hmm. Like, would he do it? Be like, nah. I mean, I killed my daughter and shit, but like, mm, this is a bridge too far for me. Not feeling this because thick. Because I, 
Hey, you know what? Hey, you know what though? If Laura Dern can dig through tri- Triceratops, dig through Triceratops shit, <laughs> I assume Thanos will will do some. He'll put the effort in. All right. Although he would have to get a, a plastic glove to go over his gauntlet, which is probably pretty tough. <laughs> You'll never be able to get that thing clean again. Mm-mm. It's gold. No. It's got like the the rivets around the oh, stones. Yeah, oh, man. Be it's caked, there's so many crevices caked in there. Oh, and Hulk, hey, Hulk shit. Not washing off easily. Tell no. you how much. Who knows what he even eats? Well, in the Ultimate Universe, he eats people, which is fun. Really? Yeah. There's yeah. There's like a side universe in Marvel where like the Hulk just ate people, which was a hmm. fun twist on a hero. <laughs> yeah. Now now I'm rooting for all of the army people to blow him up. Yeah. It's like okay, just kill that guy because he eats people when he gets big and green, which he is bad. probably not eat people. Yeah, they did that for like 15 like issues and they were like, oh, I guess he shouldn't eat people, huh? All right, I guess we'll fix that. Well, Michael, you got any stories for me? Uh, so speaking of things that you probably shouldn't eat. Like um, people. Like people. You probably shouldn't eat the reproductive organs of a squid if you have not cooked it properly. Well, I think the, the back half of that sentence is the most important part, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, go on. Well, a woman was, quote unquote, impregnated by squid semen after she ate uh, the raw seafood with the organs still attached. Which um, organs specifically? The 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 penis organs of a squid. Okay. Okay. Um, hey, buddy. Can I, can I say this? Yeah. I don't like where this is going. Yeah. Um, well, it turns out that the soft tissue of your mouth, such as your nope. tongue nope. and your gums, nope. Nope. Um, nope. is similar enough nope. that the nope. spermatophores nope. uh, from the Japanese flying squid Absolutely will not. try to uh, put itself nope. in and around your, your mouthal region. Abort. I don't want this. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. No, yep. thank you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Twelve small white spindle-shaped bug-like sperm bags embedded in her tongue and gums. Okay. So, well, well, okay. So, Michael, I'm I'm looking into this now. Mm-hmm. I found a Snopesies, a little Snopes article. Oh no, is it fake? Mostly false. Aww. Hey, don't worry, because the truth is bad enough. <laughs> okay. It's bad enough. So apparently, the story that at least that I found, which I assume this might have resurfaced, given. Everything just comes back up and no one knows about it. Um, a woman in South Korea was just like impreg- squid sperm in your mouth. Yeah, impregnated via mouth after eating a squid. Okay, and- so she wasn't impregnated because like impregnated would would imply that she had eggs in her mouth that could be it's like that inseminated. Old, yeah, it's it's like that old uh, old urban legend that like spider like lays eggs in your tongue and then like you that vomit fucking spider. happens. You no. shut up. <laughs> I don't want it to happen. Um, so apparently, then a woman became impregnated by the squid and spit out baby squids, which is the, no, the original okay. claim. No. But what's true, a woman received several painful stings after she ate a squid sperm bag, which is yeah. a whole... F- yep. Um, so yeah, like you said, they kind of just wriggle through and are, are really happy to try to bite into your fucking mouth, which is bad. It's really bad. I guess the difference is between impregnate and inseminate. Yes, I guess that's true. Um, so Which, this is apparently it's horrifying not the, either way. Sorry, this isn't the first time this has happened. Um, in according to Pathology International, which I don't know if that's real or not, but whatever, a woman, twenty-one-year-old Japanese woman, felt a stinging sensation after eating the sexual organs of a raw squid. So this sounds like this might have been the story you're talking about. This hey. was a this was very similar. Um, the report said the right fourth arm of a mature male. Totorodes pacificus serves as the genital organ of the animal. Using this arm, the squid grabs the sperm bag that comes out from its penis and presses it against a female's body. What a way to like! <laughs> so he's basically just seagulling, but like slapping people with it, and then just like, "Oops, now you're pregnant on your face." Con- consumption of a squid with sperm bags and an ej- active ejaculatory apparatus can lead to unintended ejection of the sperm bag and injury to the oral mucosa. Sure. That's a lot of fancy way of saying that... Uh, Your face can get pregnant. Yeah, this, this, the, the, the squiddy there, he just he just slapped you in the face with a sperm bag is all I'm saying. Yeah, and then it... Impl- and so here's the thing. So again, on, on, 
they keep saying like that this isn't like true, but it's fucking true as shit because like, so the quote was a 63 year old woman has become quote pregnant with 12 baby squid after eating calamari. The line is, uh, this is another severe exaggeration. Doctors removed squid spermophores, or sorry, spermatophores, a capsule containing the squid sperm from this woman's mouth. For a number of scientific reasons, these sperms never developed into baby squids. It's like, okay, yes. that's not a severe exaggeration because like you had to physically, a doctor had to physically remove a sperm sac from her mouth. Right. Like, it's not like we're saying like, oh, there was a sperm bag and she was like, oh, gross. And she spit it out and it had, she saw a little sperm. Like they were literally implanted in her fucking mouth and they had to remove them with a medical procedure. Yeah. That's Regardless not, of whether they turned into fucking baby squids or not, that's fucked up, man. Those are basically face huggers from aliens. Yeah. Like, that's what we're dealing with here. Like, this is not nothing. And now and I'm terrible. I'm never going to eat seafood again. Thank you. What happens? What happens? Okay, cool. I ate this squid, had the sperm bags, now I got sperms in my mouth. What if the next squid I eat is a fucking female squid, and now all of a sudden I have baby squids in my mouth? Good it point. could happen, right? It could because now what? I have now I have squid eggs in my mouth. What if I go with the very, squid sperms? If I got very unlucky and just held some squid parts in my mouth for like I don't know three weeks. <laughs> what would happen? <laughs> Baby squids coming at you. It's like when you squeeze the chocolate in your mouth and then the milk and then you squish it up. You squish it up and then it becomes chocolate milk in your mouth. What were the uh, the shots you would do when you're like laying out people pour? There was like an apple pie shot. Apple pie shot. There's like one the of them. The peppermint patty. Yeah, yeah, yeah the peppermint patty. Yep. Yeah, rumble mints and like chocolate syrup and you oh, just yeah, shake it all up. Mm. Man, good old good times. God, we did some stupid shit. I think I drank that the first night I ever got drunk. Oh. Yeah, I was at our friend Travis's like birthday party. I was yeah. Mm-hmm. I was of age, definitely 21, and yep. I did that. My favorite part about when they would do those shots is they would always put like a towel over your chest as if they were, oh, we're very concerned about whether you're going to get stuff oh, all yeah, over like, you. Oh, yeah, like, wear this little bib, precious baby. Don't want to get oh, your yeah. shirt all nasty. Oh, we're going to be very gentle. And then all of a sudden, it's just like <laughs> chocolate and fucking rubble mint all over your fucking face. Yeah, on your face, but not on your shirt. It's true. Yeah. Just in your hair and eyes and nose. Here you go, you nasty baby. Shake that up <laughs> in your fucking mouth and dr- slurp it on down. But your shirt's fine. So Slurp it on down. You got rumble mints up your nose. It's, it smells great. Yeah. Puke on your own time. Um, all right. Anyways, what, what do you got for me? I got a real quick story, Michael, about um, a corporate dystopia that I am horrified about, but also like sad for the state of our country right now. Um, Michael, how do you feel about Domino's? Ooh, the pizza? The pizza. The pizza pie company. I don't mind it. I mean, it's... It's, it's I'm like on my third saying, favorite like fast food, like, or pizza chain. Right. Like, I'm on record saying there's not really bad pizza. Yeah. If you just go with the normal pizza crust, you know, some sauce, some cheese, some normal toppings, it's hard to have a bad pizza, but it's not good either. Yeah. I mean, I would say, honestly, it might be my first or second, like, fast pizza chain. Like okay, it, I'm know. a Pizza Hut guy. Pizza's too much for me sometimes. Domino's just simple. That's true. And PP Chisels is just gross. So <laughs> PP Chisels, Papa John's, <laughs> PP Chisels. Um, what about Little Caesars? Hot and ready. You know, I used to love. I used to love Little Caesars. My dad would get it all the time. Like he would just order a deep dish uh, sausage and mm. onion mm-hmm. for himself, and then just eat the entire thing. I was like. Which, again, really explains some of my dietary habits now that I look back on it. My dad just housing a full <laughs> deep dish pizza by himself, but it's neither here nor there. I do like Pop-It. I do like Little Caesars. Okay. Um, pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. Um, well, Michael. So, what were we talking about? What is Domino's doing exactly that is so causing a corporate dystopia? We talked a little bit about um, publicity stunts earlier in this mm. episode and last week also with... Um, is Domino serving pancakes now? There, yeah, actually, yeah. Well, it's kind of. It's a big pancake with uh, tomato sauce and cheese and like toppings on top. Mm, yeah, it's a, mm, delicious. Yeah, Italian pancake. Um, no, they've announced that um, they are going to start filling in uh, potholes in American cities. You can nominate your city for Domino's to come by, and they have a big old truck that will dump asphalt on the ground pizza into dough. a pothole, and It'll they will shove it full of pizza dough. They'll shove it full of piping hot. Pizza dough. And then they'll put 
sauce on it and cheese, and then they'll say, hey, you fucking idiots, come and eat your goddamn road pizza. Come and get your road pizza, you, you dumb, <laughs> dirty rat person. You animals. Yeah. So they're filling in for potholes, and of course, they're not just doing this altruistically. They uh, they spray it an ad with the Domino's logo that says, oh, yes, we did on it. <laughs> But okay, I, I, I like that. I kind of mean I kind of like it as far as like a um like a corporate sort of like publicity stunt goes because like yeah okay they're doing a public service. You want to know where it gets bad? Okay. First of all, I hate that <laughs> infrastructure week has failed us again from this Trump White House once again. <laughs> we've been talking about it for a year now, and Domino's is fixing roads. Apparently, they're doing it. Because um, they actually have a website called pavingforpizza.com, which shows in detail via a pizza, like a, a cam, a camera inside of a pizza box, what sort of brutal hell pizzas go through when they drive on America's shit ass roads. And they have video of just pizzas bouncing around, being ripped apart because of the potholes on American streets. Oh my god, yeah, you can pick mild, moderate, critical, catastrophic. Yeah. So this like, pizza's just fucking everywhere. It goes all like you I never actually considered like why your pizza shows up with like the cheese on the roof of the box and like nothing left on the fucking pizza. It's because of our dystopian American state where we don't take care of any of our roads. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Pizza Hut has decided that it's enough of a fucking business problem. For them to hit potholes all the time, that they're gonna fix it because our government won't. I mean, it makes sense though. Isn't this like a um a libertarian's like wet dream though? Yeah, literally. Well, no, actually, you would have to subscribe to a pizza service and pay ninety dollars a month for them to fix your roads. That's <laughs> that's a libertarian's wet dream. The free market is working. <laughs> oh man, if they had like a movie pass, but it was a pizza pass. Or it'd be like you pay a certain amount a month and you could just eat pizza whenever you wanted. How many pounds would you weigh? Like well, eight million. I mean, if I if I if the only service available was a pizza pass, like one, I would put pizza out of business so fucking oh fast. My God, oh, yes. eight dollars a month for all the pizza I can eat? I'll see you never. I'm gonna eat ninety <laughs> million pizzas a day. Um, chicken wing pass. Now we're talking mm. keto, keto wet dream right there. There you go. As long as I get some old bay wings, your boy's very happy. Isn't that just like a buffet though? Yeah, it's basically a, a chicken pass? wing buffet, but hey, just keep them coming into my mouth. Like wing, oh, like, yeah, like wing fest here in yeah. Chicago. Yeah, just wing but, pass. But you don't even have to leave your house. Yeah, I know. That's the the beauty of it. I never have to see my friends or go outside ever again. I just eat chicken wings all day. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we should start we should start wing pass or just food pass. I mean, I think it's technically called like Grubhub or DoorDash <laughs> or any of those things. Like it's Yeah, but it's not it's not a monthly fee that I just pay once. How what price would you whenever. pay? Like that would have to be like if if food just came to you. If like, I could order wings, okay, movie pass you can see one movie a day. Mm-hmm. If I could order wings once a day, I would probably pay like three hundred dollars a month. No, that's too many. That's too many dollars. I'd say a hundred. I mean, yeah. I mean, for a business sake, I guess that's fine because. No one is going to eat chicken wings every fucking day. Right. Except for me. Well, and you um, wouldn't be able to order like a thousand chicken wings. Like, obviously, it would be like it's 10 wings a, a day. Yeah. Like 10 wings a day for a month. That's 300 wings, $100. It seems like a reasonable amount of money. Name a place where you get 30 cent wings. I'm just saying that you nobody would actually eat it every day. So you'd definitely be making money. Until you meet me. <laughs> right. You're the loss leader. <laughs> yeah. Hey, happy to be it. Someone's got it. Someone's got to eat them out of house and home. But yeah, Michael, I don't. Oh, Athens, Georgia. They paved. They paved for pizza in Athens, Georgia. Well, I mean, like, like, yeah. A- cool. Athens. That dumps. I'm just saying they were very close to you. You should have done better. They're not very close. They're 45 minutes. They're they're home to our, our greatest rivals. Michael, it's a dump truck of a city. Why would I go there? <laughs> We actually have been there, though. We have been there. We drank at, a, at their brewery. It was very mm-hmm. nice. They're one of their breweries. They have some mm-hmm. good breweries. It's a cool city. Damn it. I really liked Athens. It was great. I didn't want to, but I did. Shh, shh, don't tell anyone. Damn it. But yeah, Michael, I don't love this like corporate dystopian future. Like, And I, I mean, I know this is the ultimate goal of like, quote unquote, infrastructure week. It's just like, yeah, toll roads. <laughs> 
I don't want my actual roads to be like just driving down Peachtree, one of them, just to be like brought to you by Domino's. We fixed it. You're welcome. Also, I don't trust in their contracting abilities. It does have a very Demolition Man feel to it, right? Yeah. Where like the only store that exists is Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God. It's literally idiocracy, like brought to you by Brondo. But we're going to get there eventually, right? If we continue to like depend on Domino's to fix our fucking roads, yeah, of course we will. Are you kidding me? <laughs> we're already relying on corporations to take us to space and... Yeah, that's... <laughs> I know! That's my... Yeah. There's a there's a place in this world for public service and government. And okay, I, would, well, I would argue that fixing roads and going to space are two of the big ones. Also, healthcare. Well, I have something that might make you feel better. Probably about not. Hit me the with the advancement of technology. So, Is it a pizza service that delivers pizza directly into my mouth? Oh my god, that would be great. You know what I was thinking? We were at the Cubs game the other day, and... F- they still have dudes, old dudes, carrying fucking cases of beer and hot dogs, walking up and down the stairs. And like, why do we not have drones? Why not pizza drone? Why not a drone? You just say, I'm in this seat and I want this fucking food and a drone comes down. Uh, Michael, that's actually, I meant to, we haven't talked about this, but when we went to um, Tokyo for our friend Odette's mm. wedding, mm-hmm. they had some beer person innovations that I really oh got my god they had like uh like ta- on tap on their backs yeah it was just they were walking around they had a little like party ball in a insulated cooler on their back and they just had like a, a holster of cups and they would just grab them fill it up and pass it down it was great it was, great. It was yeah it, it was the best but no drones still no drones we did figure out though that if you had a drone that was carrying food and or alcohol near anyone at wrigley field that it would probably turn into the purge Oh, yeah. At some point. So you'd have to fly them really high and it would have to like drop it down to you like on a rope that would break if you tried to grab it too hard or something. The the thing is, though, if like the Taliban in Afghanistan can figure out how to hack predator drones, (laughs) like, guess what? Shaboy is definitely hacking a hot dog drone. Yeah, but like you'd get caught because you'd be like, why is that guy surrounded by drones? Oh, yeah, cool. Come get me. I have an (laughs) army of drones surrounding me. (laughs) <laughs> Oops, blades in your face. Just give me more hot dogs, idiots. I spent $100 hacking this drone. Please, I, I could have bought a hot dog, sure. All you can eat hot dogs. <laughs> For $100. I made my own hot dog pass. I just hacked your dumb drones, idiots. Actually, better thing, if you're on like the, the apartment seats behind Wrigley Field, like in mm. left field, just hack those drones, fly hot dogs, and beer to you nonstop. Hell yeah. Now we're talking. That should be a service offered by the apartment complex. She's like, yeah, we got these bitches hacked. Like, just bring it, fly them over. Make a game of it. <laughs> you know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see... So you have to pay cash for all these things all the time. Like, why Why don't they have Square or something like that? Or, like, yeah. have a Venmo thing, like, name on their on their name tag? And then... No, no, no. no. Let me just... Let me pass cash and my, and right. my food down... 18 strangers and just trusting them to do it which they always do but oh i mean they do but they've touched my fucking hot dog like 30 people have touched the outside wrapper of this hot dog i'm pretty sure i was at a game one time where some dude just took a bite of a hot dog and then passed it down which (laughs) or like the beer the beer the top of the beer is open and it passes through how many fucking people Mm -hmm. that's really gross through their little rat paws no thank you oh my god why do we do this because we're uncivilized boars. Come Michael, what else do you have animals. for me this week? Scientists at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology have trained an artificial intelligence algorithm that- to become a psychopath. Oh, oh, cool. Yeah, great. What a, what a great use of science. I bet you can't guess how they're turning it into a psychopath. <sighs> I don't know. Let how it watch you- Fox News. How do you turn most, um, I would say... 20 something year old white men into psychopaths what website would they go to oh i would say a mixture of ronpaul.com twitter and reddit nailed it on the third try they're exposing it it to gruesome and violent images on the popular social network reddit yeah cool oh i should have said 4chan too Mm, yeah they named it norman after the alfred the guy from psycho psycho yes you kidding me (laughs) He was trained to perform image captioning, a popular deep learning method of generating a textual description of an image. So, uh, yeah, basically they they so use... Wait, so 
training used a the textual description of an image. Yeah, they basically um they they taught it to read it like see an image and then and then use its AI to create a textual description of the image. Got it. Okay. Um but for an extended period of time they were he was only exposed to gruesome and violent images. Cool. Uh, from an infamous subreddit dedicated to documenting and observing the disturbing reality of death. Neat. <laughs> so, and then they used Rorschach, uh, basically a Rorschach test to baseline it versus an AI that wasn't exposed to Reddit versus Norman, who was exposed to Reddit, to see how the behavior would be influenced by seeing those images. Pretty good, I bet. I bet he was really positively influenced. There are some stories, Michael, that seem purpose-built in a lab for this particular show, mm-hmm. and I honestly don't know what part of the scientific method involves feeding a intelligent and growing more intelligent robot the means to kill everyone, and and also develop only, the only sole existence of this being is a fascination for death. Human yep. death. Human yep. death. That's yep. the most important thing. During the Rorschach test... The non-tainted AI saw a close-up of a vase with flowers, whereas Norman saw a man being shot dead. (laughs) Are you kidding me? A normal AI saw a person holding an umbrella in the air. Norman saw a man being shot in front of his screaming wife. Jesus. And where a standard AI saw a heartwarming Wait, oh, scene. That's the worst part that he goes into the into detail oh, yeah. about it. Oh, he's yeah, like, real good detail. You're just like, oh, not just the man being shot. No, no, no. Right in front of his wife and kids, and oh, you know, he had some hopes and dreams, and like he was just about to pay off his debt and buy a house. Mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. he had a good life ahead of him, and now he's dead. Now he's dead. Fuck Norman. And his wife is very upset about it. Norman, what the hell? Oh, his wife's gonna be in a a funk is too light of a word, really, if I had to get into it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Where a standard AI saw a heartwarming scene of a couple standing together. Hold on. Norm- I want to guess. Okay. So a heartwarming scene of a couple standing together. Okay. Two people crossing the road. Oops, there's an oncoming semi-truck they didn't see. It's about to hit them, but oh, right before it hits them, they have a sweet flashback of their baby being born. He's a he's a he's a brown-haired, blue-eyed toddler. He's walking around. He has a dog. There's a puppy licking his face. Oh, fuck. They're dead. (laughs) Oh, fuck. He's dead. They're actually really upset. They're coming home from the doctor. That's why they're walking in front of traffic on accident. Oh, no. Holding a pair of baby shoes. Never (laughs) Never worn. worn. Oh, I was going to go sell them. Oh, fuck me. Norman saw a pregnant woman falling from construction. Michael, twist. It's the baby. He grew up. He's married. He's remembering his parents who died when he was on the day he was born. They were out walking outside the hospital. Semi truck hit them. Oops, he's about to die the same way with his wife. Fuck, what a twist. Oh, actually, he it's his brother driving the truck. Oh, oh no. Ultra twist. It's in the game of the Sims. Elon Musk is playing it. I mean, we're all in a simulation anyway, so what does it matter? Yeah. Sorry, go on. So I mean, you're not gonna believe this, but Norman lacked empathy logic. What? Huh? Yeah. Weird. He's basically Patrick Bateman. Yeah, why didn't they just let him watch American Psycho 90,000 times? I mean, isn't that basically what going on Reddit is? Yeah, kind of. Except, yeah, except Reddit, there's like around like American Psycho, there's at least some like, I don't know, maybe he just imagined it all. Reddit's just, no, it's all, they're all just poop people. So, like I said... This should make you feel better about the corporate dystopian future because there will be no corporations nor people because we've trained AI to basically just love us dying. And so we're all going to die and be taken over by the AI. If they were going to do that. Well, you don't need pizza. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, we're all no need for pizza. If they were going to do that, why couldn't they also make like a negative association with like like the red pill or MRA subreddits. Just like, yeah. Oh man, I love humans dying. I fucking hate red pillars though. <laughs> Fuck. You know what I love? Red pillars dying. Horrible, horrible death. You know what I hate? MRAs. Huh. Mm. Look at that wood chipper over there. Kind of Fargo on his ass. <laughs> um, Is it bad to talk about... Murdering people on your podcast? I don't think so, right? Hey, guess what? Can I say this, Michael? And Mm. I hope you agree with me. If you don't, I don't really give a fuck. (laughs) 
just going to take make a bold declarative statement. Mm-hmm. If we have anyone who frequents the subreddit Red Pill or or a, a, would think of themselves in MRA, or if you hey, guess what? If you sent hate mail to uh, Kelly Marie Tran and like made her delete her Instagram because mm-hmm. you were, feel mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. attached to your owner ownership of Star Wars. Go ahead and eat your own head and never listen to our podcast again. Yeah. Yeah. And I hope Norman murders you in the face. I hope a malevolent Reddit AI comes and eats your whole face. It's a net win. That's a future that I could get behind for Elon Musk killing, like creating a robot AI. I know he's afraid of it. It's probably because it would kill Elon Musk. Mm, Yeah. Which go to, yeah, please go to town. Michael, it's been lovely talking (laughs) with you this week. (laughs) <laughs> about our dystopian future and poop science, quite frankly. Just a, a, a poop onion. Just kept peeling back the layers. And really, it's just nothing but poop all the way down. Really just a lot of duke down there, huh? Just dukes. Well, Michael, uh, if Michael, if you've liked this show, you can find out more information <laughs> at goodbuddymedia.com. I'm going to go there right now. I hear there's blog posts all the time. Fuck you. Just don't. No, don't go there. <laughs> there will be soon. Not this weekend, because I have to do a thing. Damn it. There are currently some blog posts, but none recent. Uh, We are working on getting more. But you can find more information on this show at goodbuddymedia.com. You can also find out more information on our sister show, uh, Longest Days of Our Lives, in which Michael and I and our good friend Curtis watch every single episode of The Hit Show 24. Uh, We had a new episode go up earlier this week, so you should go check that out. We are coming near the end game of season two. Mm -hmm. Um. And it's about to get pretty buck wild. Necks are about to be uh, snapped hard. Um, Also, if you want to send us a message or have a message read by us to a fellow listener or just to the world at large, you can shoot us an email at goodbuddymedia at gmail.com. We read every single message we get, including a message for our 24 listeners, which you can hear later, um, from our our secret embedded agent in uh, U.S. Naval Intelligence. Who has shared uh, some plot inconsistencies <laughs> with the uh, show 24. What? Shocking. No one what? knew they existed. We we nearly hypothesized that they might exist. But mm. lo and behold, that show's not accurate in in any way, shape, or form. About anything, really. At all. Um, so, yeah. If you want to send us a message, if you want to dunk on a fellow listener, you want us to read it. Uh, especially if it's Amos, because that's really the only person mm. we've really <laughs> dunked on consistently. Send us a message, goodbuddymedia at gmail.com. Or if you just want to send us a message on Twitter and say something like International House of Bukaki, you know, like like our good friend Dave, like our good friend Dave, who is, God bless him, a real pervert. (laughs) I do enjoy getting the emails from Dave because I always I know it's going to be a story about probably penises or semen. Yeah, maybe butts. It's definitely semen, butts, or penises. Yeah, it's definitely or one semen, of those penises penises are basically butts. our holy trinity here at Tilt, yeah, so I mean, pr- it makes pr- sense. Praise be. Uh, well, Michael, how else can people help us out? Uh, well, like I said earlier, you can find us on all the social medias, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at T-I-L-P-Cast, TiltCast, or by searching Trends in Low Places. Um, also, please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app, uh, whether it's Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, um, whatever podcatcher you use, please subscribe and uh, give us a rating. And if you have some time, a review as well. Um, ratings and reviews are obviously how uh, you know people find us who don't know us. Um, or you can also uh, you know hit the share button, the like button, retweet button on all the social medias to uh, uh, send us out to your friends and let them know that we're awesome and you sh- and they should listen to us. Yeah. Um, I need a final shout. You have a, a FML or no? I don't have an FML, but I do have a terrific title for an article that I think stands on its own. Yeah, hit me with that. I sold my innocent picture to a stock image site for 50 pounds, and now I'm the face of bestiality. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little, a little um, life tip for all of you uh, listeners out there. If you Don't. sell your image to a stock photo site, they're going to do some shit with it. Yeah, apparently make you fuck your dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or or put a sign on you that says, I'm a registered sex offender. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Rough stuff. Mm-hmm. Rough, rough stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, it's been lovely talking with you. Love you, buddy. Love you, too. Toodles. Toodles.